welcome to Motherhood Every Kind of Way. We want to take a closer look at the journeys of women after and through motherhood. All right, welcome to Motherhood Every Kind of Way, episode three. And today I am going to interview Magda. We talked in our last uh, conversation where you were interviewing me a little bit about how our friendship is actually pretty new, and so there's something exciting about getting to know each other through this process of creating this yes. podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, Magda, let's dig in. Tell me a little bit about yourself before you became a mother, and then about how you changed after becoming a mother. Yeah, sure. So, um I'm actually a political scientist by training. So before I became a mom, I had a full-time job and I ended up working in survey research. And that was pretty much my my life. You know, I was raised that way. You go to college, you go to graduate school, you get a job, and that's that's who you are. Yeah. Um, so when I became a mother, a lot of things Changed motherhood literally touched all aspects of my life, and and most importantly, it really made me question the choices that I've made up to up to that point. Mm-hmm. I realized that I didn't want to have a full time job that kept me away from my babies most of the day. So I really had to take a look at my life and reevaluate my priorities. Um, you know, having both of my boys in my life made me realize that now is the time for me to to pause, mm-hmm. to spend those um, spend the time with my boys in those early days. Do you mind? I know that you said that. Like after Adrian was born, right? That you were still working full time, right? Yes. Did you did you have how long was your um, maternity leave and? Oh, well, so I ended up working uh, for three and a half years after I had Adrian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maternity leave in the U.S. Ugh. is yeah. problematic. To, to say the least. Um, So I was able to take uh, 11 weeks away and four of of which was paid and the rest of it was unpaid. Um, Mm. So we were able to afford that, but I know a lot of families, that's just a luxury that they can't afford. So I took, I spent 11 weeks on maternity leave and then went back to work and Mm -hmm. we were able to have my husband's parents and my parents take care of Adrian until he was six months old and then he went to uh, full-time daycare and this whole time so two and a half years I felt so torn between Mm -hmm. having to work uh, and then rush to pick him up Mm -hmm. feed him dinner and put him to bed and I know this is this is every parent on earth you know once you become a mother or father you have this dilemma you want to be in two places at the same time Mm -hmm. oftentimes you want to be with your kids and you want to be dedicated at work but I didn't feel passionate enough about my work to be able to justify that time away from my from my baby Mm -hmm. so I was looking back then for ways to to make my schedule and my work around motherhood to fit motherhood and in my life in that way 
Um, so I decided to pause my career in survey research and actually pursue a passion project when my second um, son was born mm-hmm. just a year and a half ago. So um, was that something that had been brewing ever since? So after Adrian was born and you were, you were like, oh, some, something else needs to take over? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. I, I just been looking for ways to make, to have a flexible schedule, to have a life and lifestyle where I can do something I'm passionate about and be there fully present for my kids in those mm-hmm. early days. So I decided to give my dream um, a try and work hard to launch a collection of breastfeeding friendly dresses. Mm-hmm. It's still in the works. We're literally in final, final stages before we move on to That's so cool. uh, <laughs> production. But it's been it's been a long process. Mm-hmm. But that's how motherhood changed me. It it really made me reevaluate my priorities. Mm-hmm. What do you think about? So, what about the change? Do you think um, made you feel like you could take on something that you had never done before? You know, because I feel like it could go one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of moms after they become moms are like, okay, I'm just gonna focus on what I know, right? And so, what is it about you? that you feel like propelled you toward doing something that you that is new for you. Mm, it's okay. I and you can take that. some time. I uh, love that question, uh, Lynette. So I think it's actually twofold. I think that motherhood, in a way, made me feel like I can do anything. I can dream yeah. so big. Um, in those good days, you know, because of course there were days where I was covered <laughs> in vomit and spit up yes. and, um, you know, sitting on a toilet and nursing a baby because that you do not get a break. Yes. Uh, but I'm talking about those high moments mm-hmm. when you really feel like, gosh, I grew a human being. Now I am nurturing human beings mm-hmm. with my own body. I can do anything. Yeah. So I think that's part of the answer. Oh, Becoming a mother, you know, makes you realize that you are a superhuman. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else has that superpower. Um, and I think the other part, and I think this is more so with with Julian, it seemed like a lot of mothers that I was able to connect, whether on, you know, whether on social media or uh, on in real life were looking for ways to accommodate motherhood. Yeah. To find work that can be done around the children. Because I think it's really, really hard when, for example, your spouse also works long hours, when your family lives far away, Mm -hmm. to have, you know, two parents with with dedicated... um, careers mm-hmm. and long hours away from away from home. Of course there are ways to make it work with opers and babysitters and and etc. But I think we all would at least like to have one parent at home, you know, at dinner time or mm-hmm. breakfast time. Um kids need that. I don't think there's, you know, a lot more that I that I need to be explaining about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think, so I love hearing about how, you know, you got 
that burst of like, I believe I can do anything. Um, and I think that could launch us into the next question a little bit. Just about what what your absolute dream version of motherhood is. So I think that, you know, my dream of motherhood sort of evolves or has evolved um, in the last five years. I've been a mom five years. My Adrian just turned five. Yes, so it's easy happy to, birthday, Adrian. <laughs> it's easy to, to reflect back. Um, but oh my goodness, I think I, I dream about my dream motherhood every night as mm-hmm. I think back um, or I look back and you know on the day that we just had and how it went and and, and all that um, I think that having my family or our families nearby and um, having a flexible part-time schedule work arrangement mm-hmm. is what my dream motherhood yeah. uh, would look like you know I think that Cultivating those relationships and seeing my kids with their grandparents would be amazing. Mm. We don't have that when we do go over to Poland or Puerto Rico. It just, it's heartwarming. Yeah. uh, It's beautiful. So I would love to have more of that. And I think that I, um, as a lot of other moms that that I know, that I talk to, I need something else outside of motherhood yes um a project that that keeps me thinking about other things um than you know meal time and drop-offs mm-hmm. and school activities um so that that's what I mean when I say you know flexible work mm-hmm. arrangement I think I'm still trying to figure out what it is exactly that I want to do um I know I love connecting and, and speaking with women and sharing our stories and empowering women in that way. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know where that's going to take us. Um, sorry, just because you mentioned it, and I don't know, we talked about it before, but your family is from Poland. Yes. And mm-hmm. your husband's family is Puerto, from yes. Puerto Rico. And that is where your families live. That's correct. You, what you describe actually sounds a lot like my family when I was growing up because Mm -hmm. all of our family was in the Philippines. Cool. Oh, I like that dream version. I wonder if there are ways to sort of emulate that, you know, even if it's not perfect. Yeah, you know, we we, we try to make it work, but I think that, you know, adding that to our our family landscape would would make things more ideal. Mm -hmm. Um, just having more people in your life who feel like, who are family mm-hmm. or who feel like family mm-hmm. and who sort of will interact with your family mm-hmm. the way that family does, right? Because yes. to be able to just call up your mom and say, hey mom, can you come over mm-hmm. for a little bit? Yeah. Oh, how can we, how can we make that happen here? So I'm going to move to this this next question. Um, I think when you talked to me, we flipped them. But I, I want to know what societal or cultural messages about motherhood frustrate you? And how would you like to see them changed? Mm-hmm. I, I love that question because um, I think that, and maybe it's just me paying more attention to what's going on in the world around me. Or maybe it's the woman that I met and mm-hmm. have been interacting with but the one message that that I've seen is that 
woman can and should have it all because it's unrealistic is that we as mothers and women should have it all so Mm -hmm. we should have it all and at the same time uh because i think you know when your kids are grown up when they're teenagers yeah you know it is and then when they're they're in school and in activities you know all day i think it's a little different dynamic and the balance in your in your life changes but i think that when you when you just become a mother Mm -hmm. or you're a few years into your motherhood journey it's really hard to feel like you have it all that yeah and maybe you do have it all but it takes a lot of work and maybe in your head you're thinking I still don't have it all because it's really hard to focus on your home life and stop thinking about your babies and just be focused on your career for nine ten hours a day so I think that there are different levels of how we can think about that so when you say have it all, you're describing this the message that like you can be an amazing mom and you can also be really successful in your career and you can look beautiful while you're doing it. And like is this sort of what you're talking yes. about? Uh-huh. You can have yeah. a clean house. You can, you know, your kids can be and sign up for all kinds of activities that it's that that whole message that mm-hmm. um you can't pull it off and, and maybe it's just hard for me to feel like that's doable because we don't have family around you know Mm -hmm. unless I hire someone to (laughs) clean my house there's no way I can clean with you know two toddlers in the house or so I think that that idea um of having it all at all times it's just frustrating to me because it puts so much pressure Mm -hmm. on myself as a mother and I'm sure on other moms also uh, and I really love the fact that high-profile women, such as Michelle Obama and a mm-hmm. lot of celebrities, are are being realistic about what it looks like to be a mom in the workplace mm-hmm. or to just be a mom and, and try to have a career. I know, because, you know, I just, I finished reading, I, lo- I loved how she talked about this, too. I just finished reading Michelle Obama's book, and she... Mm-hmm. She did. I mean, she talks a lot about how every step of the way, the increased amount of help that she needed to get. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, her story doesn't work without her mom, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I think, and you know, so this is how I think about it. And I, if Michelle Obama, with mm -hmm. all the resources that she had at hand, and, and her mom, if she says that it's really hard to balance work and motherhood at the same time then perhaps it really is it really is and we should offer ourselves more grace patience and leniency Um, and just be easy on ourselves Mm -hmm. and maybe that is to say at some level man like lower the expectation not for the Mm -hmm. not for the quality of you know mother or careerist that you can be but maybe yeah just mm-hmm. ease up on some of those expectations. Yeah. I think motherhood is a constant journey of adjusting our expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not going to do everything perfectly all mm-hmm. the time. It's just simply not possible. So, and I like I think that we are so focused in, as mothers on the things that we are not doing well enough or that the things that we are falling short on. And so 
I get excited about this next question where I'm asking you to focus on what you do do well. Something that really works for you, like a super mom, a secret mm-hmm. super mom power. So can yeah. you share that with me? Yeah, you know, when I when I first saw that question, I was like, I love that question. I you know, I want all the tricks from other moms I can get. <laughs> yeah. But then when I thought about the best way, you know, the way I I want to answer that question. I found it hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not easy to. We're we're not thought to look at ourselves and this is what I'm good at. And yes, this, and this and that and Especially this. Especially as women, I feel like we struggle so mm-hmm. much to say aloud, and we know inside what we think we're good at, mm-hmm. but we need to dig it out. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you do well, and particularly because I'm not. I feel like in the context of like a job interview, you can think about what skills you can bring to the the table mm-hmm. at that at that job. But in terms of moms, mm-hmm. in terms of being a woman, in terms of being a person, mm-hmm. what do you do well? So I think that what has really worked for me as a mom is being able to say, okay, whatever I have going on on my laptop does not matter. This is the extra. What matters is my voice, that I respond to them, that I, that I respond to their needs, whatever it is, however mm-hmm. silly I think, it is what they're coming to me with. And it's so simple, and it really works miracles, because that moment when I let go of all the distraction in my head that I, I've put in my head, I've, I've put these things that I like supposedly have to do, it makes everyone feel so much better. My kids feel like they're taken care of. Mm-hmm. And likely in the next seven minutes, they're going to go away, go off and play yeah, by themselves. And then, then if I really have to finish something on my laptop, I can. But oftentimes, I just decide to shut down my laptop and not do anything until after bedtime. And it's been... You know, in those moments where I choose to be still and present, that I feel good about, you know, the kind of mom I want to be for my for my kids. Yeah. So I guess that's what I do well, but it doesn't work every time. You know, sometimes I really want to finish that email, and sometimes sure. I really want to push something forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but just looking back at those instances where I decided to engage with the chaos that was already happening in front of me and still try to do some work it just it just never ended well it probably ended with me screaming at my kids <laughs> yeah i i feel like what i'm hearing in this is just like being really open right in mm-hmm. in that moment right so you said present you said open and present i don't remember exactly the words you said but i like the idea of you sort of physically just suddenly like all of your senses are aware. Mm-hmm. And another thing that you said too is just maybe being able to identify which extra things that you've put on your plate really can be put on hold right now. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, a lot of them can be. Mm-hmm. Editing photos, I sure can wait until later. Yeah. Writing a caption for my Instagram post, it sure can be done later. Yes. But those are fun. I mean, those are 
fun passion things for you to do yeah too, right? no, so. there are but mm-hmm. you know I feel like the more I put on my plate the more stressful I yes. feel and when you don't have that extra pair of pants to to take over mm-hmm. um I have to make these choices yeah and it's always everyone is always better off when when we stay present in the moment and just focus on what's in front of us and focus on the emotions that are you know happening right in that moment I love that superpower because I think that feeling what is happening in that moment that's something we don't do if we start to feel too many Mm -hmm. things we we shut things down or at least that's sort of what I sense from societal expectations right I mean it's sort of like how when we see a child totally lose it at a store in some public place how the immediate reaction it feels like from most of society is oh what is that mom doing wrong Mm -hmm. she probably didn't feed the kid a snack or like brought him to target on his nap time or Whatever it is, judgmental. It's, it's that immediately think, jumping right? to shame and judgment rather than what does this kid need right now? Right? Can mm-hmm. can you imagine if in the moment when that happened, everyone stopped and said and was just open to what the needs were mm-hmm. rather than jumping to managing mm-hmm. that feeling? I think that, that your superpower has if we could all take a little bit of that, it would probably, mm-hmm. I mean, when I picture dream society, mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks a little bit like that. If everybody was just able to be present in the moment. And that, that mm-hmm. what you just said makes me think of, I never thought about it as superpower, but I guess I'm very, you know, attuned to other people's feelings. And I mm-hmm. tend to, before I respond, I tend to put myself in their shoes. And I think that a lot of people have a hard time doing it that's totally a superpower so i think that, that empathy yeah yeah it's you know i think that ties in with you know of what you just said if we are able to put ourselves in in you know in those situations and look at the situation from the person's perspective mm-hmm. i think the world would be a, a much kinder place for moms (laughs) and their screaming babies for moms and their screaming babies and for really for everyone Mm -hmm. yeah all right so we were talking about that pressure and we were just talking about that judgment right that you feel when when you do anything that is perceived as wrong by the outside world and I've decided I really I think we need to have a deeper conversation about this because it's been popping up over and over Mm -hmm. in my life yes but how do you take care of yourself and so it is related a little bit to how do you take care of your feelings but how do you also take care of yourself sort of physically and psychologically and emotionally what are some practices that you have to regularly care for yourself so there are a few things that I do I don't know if I can say regularly because with my husband's long hours it's really hard to have a set schedule sure um you know from week to week and I feel like whenever we finally find a new routine that works for me for everybody else then something happens and someone leaves someone quits you know our schedule changes sure Uh, but there are a few things that I do 
to take care of myself, mm-hmm. to make sure that I can be the best mom um, that I want to be for my kids. I I love doing yoga, so at least once a week, sometimes twice a week, I yeah. I do um, power yoga. I'm here in a, at a local studio. I love to run, um, and running has been you know with me for years it's just so easy so cheap and can be done anywhere yes um well it i mean in most weather although maybe you're <laughs> super hardcore about it do you run yeah. even in the winter time i you yeah. know i do like n- not when it's really really hot, really really cold mm-hmm. uh and not when it's really really hot but i feel like you know then i can do other other sports mm-hmm. but i guess staying active it helps me you know release the endorphins and just yeah. feel so much better I also, and that, you know, again, that changes, but we try to hire um, help, uh, nannies, to watch Julian a couple times a week while Adrian is at school so that I can, um, you know, go to a coffee shop and, and focus on on moving my, uh, my business forward, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, just designing or thinking about the next steps or rearranging the website I'm currently working on a website so that's been fresh on my mind so I do that a couple mornings a week I try not to do any other errands no Trader Joe's runs or anything during that time during that time Mm -hmm. Um, and I oftentimes don't even look at my phone so just so that I have that block of time to focus because it's it's just a few hours so Mm -hmm. it takes time to get into the mood sure um, and working on that and what else you know I do sporadic things I I like to dress for success um mm-hmm. you know I, you 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 will see me in my yoga pants you will see in my sweats but you'll often see me they're cute you know they're cute yoga <laughs> pants and cute sweats <laughs> because, though yeah. you know when I put my yoga pants it means like Jewel and I are going to a workout uh, mm-hmm. we do a workout class together um, stroller strides so we go to that class but after that we have a bunch of errands that we have to run so I kind of have to dress for both yeah. <laughs> for mom life as I call it you know because we do do so many things um, during the day but you know I make sure that I am put together yes. um, you know I wouldn't go without mascara to my office job so mm-hmm. I now put mascara you know yes. every morning or like makeup I totally do too <laughs> and it makes you know it makes me I don't care that some people might think it's superficial and how do you even have time to do it when your kids are screaming but it makes me feel better okay yes. maybe it is shallow maybe it is superficial but it makes me a better mom and so I will continue to practice that and then you know occasional Manny, Patty, mm-hmm. really occasional. I don't know when I had the last time. <laughs> One last time. Um, I love going to Trader Joe's. My husband laughs at it all the time. Um, yeah, and, you know, I guess I would summarize the way I take care of myself. You know, the breaks that I get are, are short mm-hmm. but sweet. And, you, and you really do stuff for you during mm-hmm. that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so I love what you just said. I also... This is so sort of interesting to me. I heard you sort of be self-deprecating about some of these things, mm-hmm. though, you know? So, you know, when you were talking about putting clothes on that make you feel good and fashionable, when you talked about putting some mascara on, I felt you feel like you had to defend that choice, right? And I, 
I also but have I this reaction. Like, I don't let I you know I I don't care what people think about mm-hmm. it, but I honestly feel like some people do judge me. Yes, on that. Like, why isn't she wearing yoga pants at every drop off? Okay, I I do like twice a week. I do like you just don't see me. Yeah, and then you choose to judge me on that one time when I am on my way to a meeting after drop off and I do have to look presentable and then you make your judgment so I do feel like I here's what I'm thinking though is like you don't even need to have a reason to look good right. every day right um but I feel so I, I'm saying like I feel it too and actually when you were talking about some of the earlier things that you did some of the first couple of things you mentioned were you know going to a coffee shop and not going grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I have had the experience where, okay, I've got a couple hours free. And it's different for me now, right? So Because both of my kids are in school for longer. But, but when Jonah wasn't in school yet, and he would be with our nanny for a few hours, I felt this constant inner battle with, okay, if I were to go grocery shopping right now, then I could do it judgment-free. <laughs> if I were to go to a coffee shop and sit down and work on my next blog, mm, I'd feel a little bit of guilt about that. You know, If I were to go to a coffee shop and sit down and read a book for pleasure... I would feel totally guilty about that. And then what, you know, then where does that go? The idea that I was doing this for self-care. I love that you said that you have this ability to sort of not care what other people are thinking. But, and I I think that I do too, or at least I'm working on it. But it seeps in, that Mm -hmm. feeling of like, I have to defend this choice, even though I know Mm -hmm. that if I do it, that it's good for me. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think that, Ooh, I think that lots and of moms have yes, that, right? Yes, so we absolutely have to talk about mom guilt. I think a lot of other women are wading in on that topic mm-hmm. because even this morning on my way here, I was listening to an in- interview on NPR, and uh, it was an interview with a man, mm-hmm. and he said there is that idea that men don't feel you know, that guilt and he said, for sure, my dad, 40 years ago, had no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. But he said, I am a modern dad, and I feel guilt. I think he was a stand-up comedian. Okay. And I just thought it was so interesting. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about mom guilt and dad guilt. And dad guilt. Yes, oh, because my... I think it has, it, it has changed. Yes, it absolutely has. My, my husband definitely has mm-hmm. oh, lots too. of dad yes. guilt. I should be, you know... Just a lot of like shoulds. I mm-hmm. should be doing this. Um, and you know, another thing I popped in my mind when you were talking about feeling guilty, you know, when your kids are at school and you just go to a coffee shop to read a book. I mean, it just sounds revolutionary to me. <laughs> um, but you know, I wonder if what we're not saying yet has to do with the fact that a lot of that, a lot of those activities happen during the time when the society is expecting us to be at work and make money. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I, I think the whole like financial side of being a mom, a stay-at-home mom, part-time work at home mom, mm-hmm. or however you want to, you know, call it, the financial side of it would be a fascinating topic. Yeah. 
Cool. So let's see. I've got, as we head out at the end of this interview, I want to ask you if there is some topic, and it might be lots of topics, but what do you, what's something that you wished we talked about more related to motherhood or to womanhood after motherhood? Yeah. So I think talking honestly about marriage and relationships with your partner mm-hmm. after having kids, after, you know, kids have entered your um, reality is something that I, I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, talking more about finding purpose outside of motherhood and how, you know, how a lot of other women and moms make or make an effort to stay engaged in some sort of some course of work mm-hmm. as a side gig uh, from motherhood I, I find it fascinating I think there's so many creative women mm-hmm. that they're making they're doing a lot of fun things fun and inspiring things yes. I'd love to hear more more of those stories and mental health I think yes oh I always want to talk about mental Mm -hmm. health so yeah so and then I know we mentioned a couple of other things you know like finances and 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 guilt and and guilt um just parenting guilt well hopefully those I I want to bring all of those conversations to light too so I'm excited to continue um, having our own individual conversations as well as getting to hear from other moms. So yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> this was great. It was great. Thanks, Magda, so much for talking to me. I can't wait to continue getting to know you even better. And um, we'll we'll meet again soon. Thank you so much for dedicating your time and listening to us. We hope you'll join us again on this journey. Please follow us on Instagram at Motherhood Every Kind of Way, or you can always send us an email at Motherhood Every Kind of Way at gmail.com. And a special thanks to Bea Serene for letting us use your beautiful music. <laughs>